Hey, hey, welcome to Beautiful Depths, the podcast. I'm Josie, and I'll be your host alongside my pal, Samantha. hey And Kaylee. Hey, guys. We get real around here because life's too short for small talk, and we believe there's beauty in the depths of your soul. See what I did there? <laughs> and we'll accompany you into the struggles, through the depths, and to the heights to help you discover the truth that will bring you lasting joy to your life. So join in the fun and follow along by subscribing to our podcast and website at beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Alrighty, let's get this conversation started. Happy week, friends. <laughs> <laughs> we all held our breath waiting to see who was going to talk first. Yep. I... I forgot. I think I was going to do an accent this week and I forgot. Next. Oh, darn it. We'll next have to time. write in our notes for next week. So you remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, too funny. How are you guys doing? I am doing well. We... I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> feel that. Mm-hmm. But that's why I'm also pumped for recording because it always uplifts me. Yes, Me too. Same here. It's always so fun. Yes. Definitely refreshing for the heart every week. Oh, yes. Especially I feel like this week's topic is on point. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> Look at that turn. So smooth. So smooth. That was probably the smoothest transition ever. For myself, at least. Good work. Good work. Well, Samantha, now that we set you up and spiked it to you, or no, you can't. No, you know what? I'm not, no sports analogies. Just go. All right. I will go. Um, a few months ago, a friend of mine shared the song Belovedness by Sarah Kroger with me. Um, and I'm pretty sure the first time I listened to it, I cried. Um, And it led me in prayer to reflecting on this idea of owning my own belovedness, um, which in turn led me to writing the blog post for this week. Um, So here's the truth. I am the beloved and you, whoever is listening to this podcast right now, you are the beloved. Um, And I feel like as Christians and as Catholics, we say this all the time. And we tell other people this all the time, but we don't dwell on it. We just like say it and move on. We say it as like a matter of fact, but I don't think a lot of us actually let it penetrate into our hearts. Um, And like we say it, but we don't really believe it. And we like don't think that it's quote unquote practical or that it affects our everyday life to be God's beloved. Um, or we'll even make excuses. Like we'll say, I know I'm the beloved child of God, but dot, 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 Mm -hmm. fill in the blanks with whatever comes to mind. Um, but in reality, the foundational truth of our lives is that we were made by love and for love. Mm -hmm. So there could be nothing more practical or more meaningful, um, for the purpose of our lives other than being God's beloved. Um, and I think even when we have the best intentions to live out the will of God, we often miss the point because we don't recognize our own belovedness and we don't live our lives from the knowledge 
of being beloved. Um, in John 15, Jesus says to abide in him. And he gives the analogy of like, just as a branch cannot bear fruit unless it remains on the vine, we can do nothing unless we abide in him. And so like, yeah, we might even be able to do really good things and we might be able to do like the things God has like called us to and put in our paths. But does it really matter if that's not stemming from being in loving relationship with God? Like that's the whole purpose of our lives is to live in that relationship and to know that we are loved and to love him in return. And so like, we can't obviously force you guys listening in one podcast to believe in this foundational truth that you are God's beloved. But I hope that through this conversation, through the blog post, um, you will receive this invitation to dwell in this truth, to wrestle with it if you have to, um, but to receive it and to come to own it. Um, yeah, this truth that you are the beloved. So good. <laughs> speaking truth, speaking truth. Yes. Like sitting back and this post was so beautiful that you wrote. Um, if you guys haven't read it, check it out in our bo- or in the show notes because take it to a chapel and read it. Yeah, <laughs> so real. Like it's it's short, but it it packed with punch (laughs) Mm -hmm. so true yeah no it's so good it's such like a yeah beautifully written post and then just the way that you're just explaining it samantha it's just like i feel like everyone in our lives we're always searching for our meaning and purpose and like Mm -hmm. as christians we're constantly like told like our meaning and purpose is to be in relationship with the lord which granted yes that is true but also like how often I know for myself, I fall into that. Yes, I know this is, but da, 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 mm. you know? Um, and so I don't believe it in like my, like inmost core, you know? Um, so just kind of like that, the beauty and like dwelling and just being open to like receiving this message from the Lord um, that we are beloved, regardless of what we do, nothing can matter um, more than being loved by him. Um, and the way that we receive that love is in relationship with him. So, oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. And kind of Kaylee, like what you just said, I think we get so, um, you know, growing up, we hear, we hear this a lot, like, oh, like you're beloved or, oh, um, you're a daughter of God or son of God, you know, like, um, like mm-hmm. that's your identity. Uh, but I think there's kind of also the stigma or maybe it's just like me, um, like, thinking of myself as like a daughter or beloved, like can kind of seem like weak or I don't know, just like super girly and feminine, not like obviously mm-hmm. embrace our femininity and stuff like that. But I think sometimes when we live in a society that perpetuates this idea of like be independent, like self-sufficient, like mm-hmm. go make your own way, um, like female empowerment as a female or like even a man, like, you know, being being a leader being a um whatever you know uh like the idea of um relying on someone else or being a beloved like just sounds weak Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um but that is a straight up lie from satan himself because we are created to be dependent we are created Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. with the trinity and that is heaven, is is that indwelling of the Holy Spirit with us, the indwelling of the Trinity um, 
in our in our very souls and the only way mm. we can do that is to submit to him to do, to dwell in his presence and we only do that by humbly um recognizing our reliance on him like our dependence on him mm. um we cannot do anything on our own and i think that's kind of what your post really showed samantha is just like we're called to dwell we're called to just be with the lord in that communion um but we often just get distracted by by lesser things you know or our um yeah or try to do it all on our own and we can't um and we have to own our belovedness own that mm-hmm. so and i think what you were just talking about josie about like thinking about being the beloved can sometimes sound weak or like overly flowery or like, I don't want to be dependent on anybody, just like everything you're saying. But I think like, so what if it makes you seem weak to call yourself the beloved? Mm -hmm. Our weakness is not a stumbling block for God. Mm -hmm. If we look in scripture, if we look at all of these stories, um, for example, the patriarch Joseph was the youngest son and he was sold into slavery because his brothers didn't like him. He still saved his whole family from famine. David was the youngest son. No one thought anything of him, so they didn't even call him in when Samuel came looking for the next king. Um, mm-hmm. But he became, mm-hmm. you know, the king after God's own heart. And Mary was a young virgin and Jesus was born in a manger. Mm-hmm. Um so looking at all of these stories that God has given us, like examples of the fact that our weakness, our dependency on him is not a stumbling block for beautiful, incredible, miraculous work to be done um, mm. just because he has chosen us, because he mm. created us for great things. Um, and so, so what if it makes you seem weak or feel mm. weak? Um that's where God comes in with power. Amen. And amen. Yeah, just like amen. <laughs> like, cross, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, and just that, like, every human being, like, however, I don't know, quote unquote, tough you might seem to out- the outside world or whatever, every single one of us craves love, mm. desires to be known, seen, and loved. Like, I don't care who mm. you are. Like that is innate to human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, owning your belovedness is accepting that reality that we are made for love and um, allowing yourself to be loved by the only one who can love you fully mm-hmm. instead of um, you know, chasing it in other places. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that, Samantha, what you were just saying about so what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. So good. Um, and I think too, a big thing that you, we, we keep heading on is like this importance of dwelling in that. And like, mm-hmm. um, just a couple weeks ago, Matt and I were having this conversation and like, we had been reading scripture and something about the word dwell came up. And I'm like, for whatever reason, that is like my word. Like mm-hmm. every time I see it in scripture, I just like, that's immediately what sticks out to me. And I'm just like, whatever the message is surrounding it, I'm just enthralled with it. Like, I just think it's just so beautiful to this aspect of dwelling. Um, and I think a lot of times, like, yeah, I, I don't do the best at like pausing to actually dwell. Like, I mean, I love that word, but I don't necessarily do the best at being like, wow, why is this sticking out to me? Why is this like, 
yeah, why is this just like the Lord bringing it up to me constantly in scripture? You know, um, I don't do the best at doing that. Um, and it's something that I definitely want to strive and work towards, but I think, um, it's just such like an important concept in like understanding it to our core, like who we are as beloved sons and daughters of God, um, is just being able to like sit with that and dwell in it and just like allow the Lord to speak into the depths of our hearts in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not too late to start doing that in like the smallest ways, you know? Yeah. And I think it's important to say that in dwelling on this, in dwelling on being God's beloved, um, it's okay to wrestle with it. Like mm-hmm. it's okay to struggle with it and to kind of like, if you feel like you have to like fight back <laughs> and be like, mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't understand why, why would you love me? Why would you choose me? Why would you want me to be a saint? Mm-hmm. Like ask him those questions. And also in asking these questions, ask for the grace to receive, mm-hmm. to receive the grace, to believe it. Um, because it's when in saying like dwell in your belovedness, I'm not saying just like accept it and like move on. Like yeah. I, I think we need to get to that place where we really believe it, where we really are owning mm-hmm. the fact that we are the beloved. And mm-hmm. yeah, just, I just want to invite you to believe what God says about you. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because like, just like take a moment and pause like, do you believe what Jesus said in his parables, like in the Sermon on the Mount? Do you believe what he said about the Eucharist? Do you believe that Jesus was true God and true man? Like, these are things that we might wholeheartedly believe. But then when it comes to Jesus and God, like telling us, you are loved, we're like, oh, impossible. Like, there's no way you love mm. me. It's like, we can believe all of these, like, yeah. completely unbelievable truths that he has shared about even being Jesus mm. being fully God. And yet when yeah. he says, I love you, we're like, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so true. Oh, so many bombs there. Um, so guilty. <laughs> yeah. I do this thing, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Samantha's like, just like our, I don't know. She speaks truth. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, no, one thing, one of the bombs you, you dropped there, um, was about receiving and that's Mm -hmm. been something, uh, in my prayer life recently, that's been huge. Um, and, and, um, I just been feeling Christ in the Eucharist, like asking me to allow him to pursue me Mm -hmm. so I can love, um, you know, like I say, I want to receive his love but am I truly available? Like, is my heart empty to receive him or do I fill it up with other things? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so often I seek affirmation from others in men and friendships to tell me that I'm worthy, that I'm loved, that like people like me. Um, mm-hmm. But Christ is there each and every day waiting and wanting to desperately tell me of his love for me. Like, and that's what mm-hmm. like, that's why prayer time, I think, in front of a tabernacle is so key because if you literally can gaze like at Jesus and or just like adoration or, um, you know, receiving him in the Eucharist, like because you get to gaze at him and just let him penetrate your soul, mm-hmm. you know, his love. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah, I don't know. It's just like receiving that and being available to receive because like, yes, I, you know, receive the Eucharist often and truly believe it's just body and blood and know the Lord receives me. But unless like I, um, ask for the grace to like receive that love and empty my heart so I can be available, like, is it truly penetrating our souls, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. Yes. And I love what you're saying too, Josie, about like being able to receive this like in the tabernacle, mm-hmm. like in front of the tabernacle. Um, and I know people listening right now could still be in a spot of not being able to physically go to a church. So I just want to throw out there, um, if you go on YouTube and you type in Catholic Adoration Live, you can literally pull mm-hmm. Jesus up. I mean, it's not the same in a lot of ways, yeah. but it still is like the same in a lot of ways too, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So if that's something that like you're not able to get into a church and like allow the Lord to just sit there and tell you face to face how he feels about you, then like why not pull it up in live adoration live stream on your phone or on your computer and just kind of find a quiet place in your heart and a quiet place in your house and just sit with that for Mm. a little bit of time and allow him to just tell you, you know? Yeah. Mm. No great point, Kaylee. Mm. So many good things. I'm loving this. I know. I know. I'm just trying to receive this conversation yeah. <laughs> and everything Same. that's happening. Um, yeah. I, and I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but um, I think in developing your, our relationships with the Lord, like um, there can be a temptation to feel like when we're in his presence, that like prayer is all about just, talking about what's on our hearts and like unloading and whatever and like yeah that is a big part like opening your heart to the lord but i think um when you look at the holiest people um you look at the saints that walk before us like they'd spend hours just in front of the lord and Mm. i think it was mother Teresa that um Mm -hmm. like said like uh someone asked her um because she was saying like she didn't feel anything. She had spiritual dryness or whatever. She didn't feel the love of the Lord. And someone was like, then why, do, why were you in church for like three hours or whatever? She's mm-hmm. like, well, I, I gazed at Jesus and he gazed at me. Um, you know, like they were mm-hmm. dwelling in each other's presence. And it's like whenever you're with a loved one, whether it be a significant other or a friend or um, a mm-hmm. sibling, parent, like you don't have to say every, anything all the time, you know, like just being there and allowing their presence to fill you up. I know so often I go to church in the middle of the day or at the end of the day, I'm exhausted. And I'm like, Jesus, I got nothing to give. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you no, know? but like that is prayer. Just being mm-hmm. there is prayer. So. Mm-hmm. Mm. so and I think sometimes we, um, that like those moments are some of our most fruitful times where we like leave and we're like, I really feel refreshed having been in the presence of the Lord. And then sometimes when we're like, all right, I got this, you know, I have my Bible, I have my journal, I have all things. And then you just become like restless trying to like do a ton of things in your prayer time. Cause you are like, I have to like check off all of the boxes when Mm -hmm. in, which is great. Like we, there are things that we can do in prayer but sometimes the holy spirit is just like i just need you to be with me like let's just spend Mm -hmm. some time together um Mm -hmm. and like 
yeah, that's such a beautiful way to like meet with him is just to be. Mm-hmm. Real, so real talk here. Um, do you guys ever take naps in church? <laughs> because it's because been a while, I, but yeah, I used to. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've ever like hardcore fell asleep, but like I was saying, if you're tired and just like go sit with him, like that's got some of the most refreshing time ever. And if I fall asleep mm-hmm. and nap and like Jesus is with me, I'm like, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I always think about, uh, I think it's, maybe it's not, maybe it's attributed to St. Therese. Maybe I think, I think it might be in a story of the soul. Don't get, don't quote me on that, but um, <laughs> she's talking about how, um, Oftentimes when she goes to prayer and she ends up getting tired and falling asleep, she just allows herself to, I think, I think mm. this is her because, um, if a, if a child falls asleep in the, the arms of their parents, the parents aren't going to get mad at that child for it. So why would yeah. God get mad at me? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so not saying go into church with the intention of I'm going to take a nap here, but yeah. go in and pray. And if you happen to doze off in that, God's not going to get mad at you for it. It's mm. it's like you're a child resting in his arms. And it's just the beauty in that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I wasn't mm. encouraging, like, go lay down in the pew. <laughs> or well, but, like, just, like, go sit in his presence and just, like, yeah. yeah. Rest. Like, yeah, rest. Like, let Fully him. Fully rest. Yeah. Be oh, restful. So good. So yeah. Good. Yeah, and I love too um, that Samantha, you mentioned at the beginning of this that your whole blog post came out of that song um, by Sarah Kroger because mm-hmm. I didn't know that reading the blog post ahead of time, but now I'm like, oh yes, it makes so much sense. Um, but the beauty in that song, it came out. What's it? It's called Belovedness, correct? That's the yes. Name of it? Yeah, it came out just when Joseph was a couple weeks old, and mm-hmm. I I don't know something about it. Well, if you hear the song, it's beautiful. But it just, like, really, like, struck me. And while, like, holding him completely, like, in awe of his existence and, like, still very exhausted from, like, the birthing process and learning how to be a mom and constantly being needed, all these things, like, that song was the only thing I could pray for, like, a week Mm. or two because there was, like, nothing else that I could give. Um, But I would just, like, look at Joseph and start singing that song about, like, the lyrics are, are saying like he says you're mine i smile when i made you i find you beautiful in every way my love for you is fierce and unending and i'll come find you whatever it takes my beloved it's time to own your belovedness and i just like kept singing that over and over again i'm not even a good singer but that was just like the only thing that i could do and pray was like over and over again staring in, in joseph's face was just like singing the song to him and it, picturing like god singing that to me in the same way mm. um and it just brought about such like, yeah, this beautiful intimacy um, between the Lord and I and like with Joseph there as well. Um, that was just so beautiful. So, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of felt like sharing, sharing that in that aspect. So. That is so beautiful. I don't know. I love hearing that. I was just very like comforted. And I, yeah, thank you. Me Kaylee. too. That was so beautiful. Just yeah. thinking about like the way that a parent looks at their child is the way that mm-hmm. God looks at you. Like, oh. Yeah, I have goosebumps. That's just so beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of surreal <laughs> becoming a parent and being able to like mm-hmm. look at that because so many so often like I hear that in like Christian circles or like from retreats or whatever like 
God looks at you like a parent looks at their child and like, okay, now I get it. Like yeah. I get that love that you're talking about. Like completely exhausted. Don't want to be up at 5am like changing your diaper, but here I am. And like, <laughs> I do nothing but love you regardless, you know? So yeah. Just imagining that the Lord doing that as well. I'm just like, Oh, it's so good. And the, and the crazy thing is like, you know how much a parent loves a child, but the, like the love of the, of God is like, infinitely greater you know what i mean mm-hmm. like mind-blowing and that like any love we experience here is um a reflection of god's love and it's like jesus pursuing us through that person you know mm-hmm. I, that's something that's been on my heart lately too is like the people that love me well in my life like seeing that as jesus pursuing me mm-hmm. through that person you know because yes. um, like everything is like yeah like if we're dwelling in the one dwell in the lord's presence want to own our belovedness we have to own the fact that like all love comes through love himself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. and just think what you just said Josie, like how mind-blowing it is to think about just how much god loves us and just mm-hmm. yeah just think about how much your life would change if you really allowed yourself to receive that Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's too much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what if we woke up every morning knowing that before anything else, like, any thought that we have, we just knew, like, immediately, like, mm-hmm. I am actually a beloved child of God, and this day will be wonderful because of it, you know? Like, if we mm-hmm. all got into the habit of saying that and then believing it to our core, like, how different would our days be, you know? Like, how, how different would much be more at? joyful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, like, why aren't we acting like that? You know, it, I, mm-hmm. that, that might be a good thing to take to prayer, honestly. Like, if yes. you truly knew how, like, you know, accepted how loved you are, like, how would you, different, would you act and then strive to act that way? You know, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. That's just something that popped in my head. I'm like, I might take that to prayer. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Hey, hey, we hope you're enjoying this episode. We just wanted to throw a quick plug in for our beautiful depths email list. Subscribers get a lot of free perks that others don't. Samantha, do you want to tell them what those are? Yep. Each month you'll get a specially designed calendar, prayer resources, wallpaper sneak peeks, and an entrance into an exclusive giveaway. Josie, do you want to tell them how they can sign up? Sure thing. Just go to our show notes and click the link or go to beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Now let's get back to the show. Oh man, there's some good stuff here. Um, But I guess like speaking practically or continuing to speak practically, like what would you say are some tips um, or resources just to help us like own our belovedness and to dwell um, with the Lord, because that can kind of seem like an abstract concept, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think praying with the song "Belovedness" was mm-hmm. really um, impactful for me. Um, same thing with Kaylee; just like I played it on repeat and just like prayed with it. Like every time I got in the car, I just like prayed with this song. Um, so that's a great resource. And then also, I would just encourage you to immerse yourself in scripture. 
Um, if you want to know what the voice of God sounds like, read scripture. And mm. yes, um, the sacraments, obviously, like mass and confession are like highest priority. Um, but we are a faith of scripture and tradition. And I think what's so beautiful is that they are mutually enriching. So the more that we um, actively participate in the sacraments, the more scripture is going to um, mean to us and make sense to us and vice versa. The more that we immerse ourselves in scripture, the more we are going to get out of mass. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I would suggest is like trying to find a way to kind of immerse yourself in scripture, whether it's like reading a Psalm every day or reading the daily gospels. Um, it can be something really small, but kind of just like trying to spend your time with the word of God. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kaylee? So good. So good. Um, so my resource, it's kind of funny because I haven't personally read it yet, but I do have it sitting right next to me right now. And I've started reading it tonight because um, this whole conversation I knew was coming and it reminded me of this book, but it's called um, The Life of the Beloved um, mm. by Henry Nowen. And um, I'd heard about it through a friend. She actually gave it to me because she was just so moved by this book and like helping her to understand her identity as a beloved child um, of God. And so she was just like, you have to read this and gave this book to me a couple of years ago. And it's just sat on my shelf, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but then I was remembering actually abiding together did a podcast series on this book, like one of their first book studies. And so I went digging for it and it was all the way back in March of 2018. Um, and I want to say it was eight parts. I could be wrong, like eight episodes on this book alone. And so if you don't have the book and you don't have the time to read it, then go listen to their podcast. Cause I can guarantee you anything that comes from them is incredible. And mm-hmm. they'll talk all about this idea of belovedness as well. Um, so kind of just those little practicals and now I'm going to be reading life of the beloved here. <laughs> I'm so excited for it. Yeah. Um, that's that's so. how it is. I, it, I've heard of it too. I haven't read it though. So that's mm-hmm. great. yeah, definitely keep you updated. What about you, Josie? Well, first resource, let's go read Samantha's blog post. Cause yes. <laughs> it'll, it'll hit you up and pray with that. Um, also, there's a podcast episode by um, Blessed Is She on, um, I think it was like, meant to be called like Owning Your Belovedness or mm. something similar that will link in the show notes that was helpful for me. Um, and then just practically speaking for, you know, um, dwelling and allowing the Lord's love to get up. Um, I think I say this all the time in practical tips, but like, <laughs> fitting with Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, um, mm. you know, ask him for the grace to allow you to dwell um, and make yourself available to be loved. Like mm-hmm. if, we're, if we're constantly busying our lives, cramming in other things and, you know, trying to get affirmation in other places um, and not making time for the Lord, we're not going to feel loved or filled up. But if we just give Jesus that space in our hearts and our, in our lives, like, and ask for that grace humbly, like he, he, he will do it, you know, like ask, mm-hmm. he shall receive. Um, and so, yeah, just, just ask for that grace to mm. allow yourself yes. to be loved. Yes. Mm. So true. Mm, love it. Speaking of graces, guys, 
you know, as we wrap this up, <laughs> this conversation, I'm like, oh, my heart, I needed every bit of it. Um, but can't sit here all day and keep talking about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what would you guys say? What is the grace you've received lately? So this weekend, um, Luke and I were driving to see his parents. We were on this, like, small, like, back road, I guess you could say. And there was a little bit of, like, there were just a lot of cars. So we were going really, really slow, and we passed by this Baptist church. Um, And you know those, like, church signs that they have outside of churches sometimes where they'll put, like, Uh funny quotes or whatever? This one wasn't funny. It was actually... Um, like it really struck me so much that I like immediately took out my journal and wrote it down. Um, But the sign said, child of God, fear should never be the basis of any decision. Um, Mm. And it was just like such a simple, short truth that really just like struck me in that moment. And I've like gone back and like reflected on it, especially with this um, podcast episode coming up. It's just such a good reminder and just like a little small grace um, from this weekend. So, yeah. That's awesome. Those hidden graces. Yes. Mm -hmm. What about you, Josie? Um, Yeah. So, uh, yesterday, um, I started my new job. Um, Yeah. Super exciting. Um, So, I'm like, the co-director of uh, discipleship and evangelization um, at a Catholic parish here in Jacksonville, um, basically starting with youth ministry and young adult ministry and hopefully like mm-hmm. extending to the whole parish. If you know, our, this is what we do is fruitful. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's so exciting because like, it's what I love to do. Like that's why this, why I love doing running this ministry with you guys. And, um, it's just where my heart is in sharing the love of the Lord with other people, um, and mm-hmm. inviting them into relationship with the Lord. And just, cause it's just been, that's what my <laughs> life is about, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the only reason I have joy. So just the fact that I get to like accompany people and help them in their walk with Christ, um, in any way. And like, that is my job. It doesn't feel like a job when you're, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's day two. So my head is like literally spinning because I'm like, Oh, I want to do all the things, but, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's good. I'm just thanking the Lord for it. Um, cause it's definitely a grace coming from, um, a job that maybe I wasn't as passionate about just like, I don't know, definitely, definitely comforting um and i'm just thanking the lord for where he's put me so mm. that's beautiful mm. what about you kaylee mm-hmm. um for me um it's only been like just such a gift because i don't know if i ever talked about it here on the podcast but basically around the time that matt and i started telling people we were pregnant we started finding out that we also had a Five other people do a thing <laughs> in Jacksonville um, in the Catholic community, which was incredible. And then one in June and one in July. And so um, w- out of all of us, we now have, that's what, six, seven, eight of us. Sorry, that's eight of us. Two girls and five boys that have mm. all been born since April all the way up to July is the last one. Um, but it's just been such a gift to have community throughout my pregnancy in a lot of ways because we're always like, texting like we have a group text and like always asking like hey what what are your like what did you guys do with this like 
I don't know, have you experienced this, whatever. Um, but then now that the babies are here and whatnot, we've been able to like, just still continue that community, but now more so in person. Cause I would say we only five of us got together at one point. I think that was new year's Eve and that was it while we were all pregnant and we were all like four or five months pregnant. So it didn't really, yeah. uh, wasn't really like that big of a thing, but like our community was all on the phone. And then now that our babies are here, we've been able to like do small things here and there. And so this weekend, um, six of us went for a walk, um, to this really beautiful part of town. And, um, I don't know, it was just like so fun because like, for one, we were like, everyone around us was just laughing because they're like, there's, there's six women in strollers. Like we're all pushing our strollers. It was quite the sight to see, um, on a Saturday morning. And this old man from his porch, like this really nice big house, he like, we start walking up past his house and he like starts laughing out loud and goes, that is fantastic. <laughs> um, it was so funny, but I don't know. I'm That's just loving so it. Good. It's just been so much like bringing so much joy to my heart to have women walking in this exact same time. Cause all of us, is their first child. And um, yeah, just to be able to like share life together in this way has been so fun. So definitely such a grace and I really wish that every first time mom had this kind of community but I know unfortunately not everyone has that blessing so I've just been realizing this week I'm like it's just a gift it is such a gift so yeah yeah, it's been pretty great Haley I I think I was talking to one of those other May moms there and just saying the same thing like that that's Mm. such a blessing that you guys have each other it's praise God Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) so so cool. cool It was just so funny, too, because when we all started finding out we're pregnant, it's like, okay, who else is doing May? Like, no one planned this. <laughs> what the heck? It was so funny. Yeah, but wild. So praise funny. God for it now. It's been quite the blessing, for sure. So, yeah, I've got yeah. some of the this plan, too. So, mm-hmm. something like that. Funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So good. Well, um, Samantha, since you um, and inspired this podcast episode tonight would you mind closing us in prayer sure um so for those of you listening i just want to invite you to stop whatever you're doing um and just receive these words um and just pray with them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen you've owned your fear and all your self-loathing you've won the voices inside of your head you've won the shame and reproach of your failure it's time to own your belovedness you've won your past and how it's defined you You've owned everything everybody else says. It's time to hear what your father has spoken. It's time to own your belovedness. He says you're mine. I smiled and I made you. I find you beautiful in every way. My love for you is fierce and ending. I'll come to find you, whatever it takes, my beloved. You've owned the mess, 
you see in the mirror you've all the lies that you're just not enough you've been so blinded by all your comparing it's time to own your belovedness he says you're mine i smiled and i made you i find you beautiful in every way my love for you is fierce and ending i'll come to find you whatever it takes my beloved you are completely loved and fully Beloved, believe he died to make your heart his home. He says you're mine. I smiled when I made you. I find you beautiful in every way. My love for you is fierce and unending. I'll come to find you, whatever it takes, my beloved. It's time to own your belovedness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening to Beautiful Depths, the podcast. If you love what you hear, please leave us a review and a rating. Preferably a five star. (laughs) On iTunes or wherever you like to listen. Your reviews help more people hear about the podcast and come to discover the truth and joy of Christ, which is what we're all about. And also feel free to follow us on all social media at Beautiful Depths and subscribe at beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Until next week, stay holy, friend.